Hello, and welcome to Gen Nomadic, a podcast and community created by and for the next generation of globally-minded nomads. My name's Julia, and I'm 18 years old, about to enter into a world of post-pandemic apocalypse. I'm just as lost and confused as the rest of you might be, trying to figure out how to navigate a world of such uncertainty. I want to work and travel, but I have some questions, like do I need a degree? How do I travel ethically? Where can I find like-minded people, and will travel still exist post-pandemic, or is it just a thing of the past? Here at Genomatic, I want to create a community of like-minded travelers searching for a lifestyle that works for them. Each week, I'll interview global mentors and explore alternative lifestyle, sustainable travel, and weekly news about how the travel landscape is shifting in the midst of COVID-19. Through Genomatic, I want to empower you to explore the roads less traveled and to find out how you can create a fulfilling, purpose-driven alternative lifestyle in the midst of global chaos. Hello, New Age Nomads. This is Julia. Um, thank you for coming to the podcast today and listening in. Um, just coming back after a pretty long break from the podcast. Um, going to start off with just explaining a little bit of what's been going on and why that break happened. So I was pretty consistent with this podcast throughout my gap year when I was um, traveling in Puerto Rico for three months. And after that, was still continuing it and began to work on the travel reset movement with Learning Service and Sydney. And then we went to Nepal, uh, me, Sydney, and went to live with Claire Bennett, um, the writer of Learning Service. She's incredible, and so is Sydney. And um, yeah, we had an insane time in Nepal, and I learned a lot, but I was honestly completely overwhelmed with all of the information I was learning in Nepal on the future of travel and tourism in Nepal and the impacts that we're making. And I didn't fully have a message to share, so I felt like I had to stop and I had to reevaluate. I also ended up actually catching corona in Nepal and had to deal with that as well and just felt an immense amount of guilt around travel um, after the experience in Nepal. And um, yeah, I went to Nepal with the intention to research how the pandemic was affecting tourism, especially in countries that rely on it. And I learned a lot and I had a lot of incredible conversations and adventures, but it just everything felt really blurry because of um, my experiences with catching corona and just all the opposing information. So moving forward with this podcast, I'd love to unpack that experience a lot and to really, you know, dig into what travel is going to look like in this post-pandemic world and how we can all navigate that and still be nomadic and, and live in the ways we want to. I I also just really want to dive into the realities of being a nomad and what does it mean to be a traveler and, you know, what are the mental components of that, you know, as, you know, loneliness comes in or or different feelings of isolation comes in as well to being a nomad. So I'd love to discuss all those topics. Um, Yeah, and just really, really unpack my time in Nepal and share as much information as I can. Um, And I'm trying, my goal right now is for every other week to be releasing an episode with a new global mentor or um, person that has a really incredible story that we can learn from around the future of travel and what travel is and why do we do it and how are we going to make it sustainable. So this week I have a really incredible guest and I can't wait for you guys to hear her story and learn from what she's doing. She has an incredible business that she's working on right now and I'll I'll put some links to that um, in the Generation Nomad Instagram 
Um, but yeah, other than that, um, little update on my life currently. I am uh, moved to Squamish, British Columbia for school. I'm so grateful to be learning and living here in the mountains and with some incredible like-minded people and just going to school so I can learn more about what I'm passionate about around sustainable and ethical travel, but as well as just, you know, becoming a more, more well-rounded human being so I can, you know, go on the adventures I want to in my life and, you know, start the organizations I aspire to and, and kind of have a more well-rounded view of um, what goes into what I care about. So yeah, I'm really excited and grateful to be on this journey. Um, the school I'm going to is very experiential, experiential learning based. So um, yeah, I'm excited to like get outside of the classroom and kind of continue to use travel as a tool for education for myself. Um, but yeah, thank you guys so much for listening in. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and I'm really looking forward to continuing these episodes every other week. Really excited to get back into it. See you on the other side. Hello, and welcome to Gen Nomadic, a podcasting community created by and for the next generation of globally minded nomads. Today, I am here with Veerly. Is that how you pronounce your name? Yes, almost. <laughs> you, you, you can just call me V. That's v? what most people Amazing. do. Amazing. Um, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Um, so who are you and where are you from? Yes, thank you so much for having me. Um, so yes, let's start with my name. Um, my name is Veerlijk. Uh, it's a Dutch name, so it's it's a bit hard to pronounce. Um, so that's why I say like, you know, just call me V. Um, so yes, I'm from the Netherlands. Um, that's where I'm actually um, based right now as well. Uh, the past few years I've lived in Australia. Um, and yeah, during the pandemic, I moved back to, to the Netherlands. And actually, I've always been traveling since I was young, um, lived in a few countries. Um, I've lived in Spain and Cambodia as well. And then, um, yeah, for the past three years in Australia. And um, my background is um, I've studied uh, law and then started working in immigration uh, law, um, basically helping people with their visa processes. And um, last year, uh, during the pandemic, when I moved back from Australia to the Netherlands, I basically had no uh, job and was like really figuring out what do I want with my life. And then I actually started my own business as a travel coach. Um, so that's what I'm doing at the moment. That's amazing. Oh my God, I'm so excited to get into all of that. Um, but I'd love to know, like, where did your travel journey begin or like, where did your passion for travel stem from? Um, I think it started with um, my parents, actually. I was lucky that they just took me everywhere since I was young. Um, so first of all, in, within Europe, because it's, it's just really easy, um, you know, to, from the Netherlands, you can basically go um, to so many countries close by. Uh, so when I was very young, we just had those trips uh, in Europe. And then um, as a teenager, they also took me like further away um, to Mexico and Canada, uh, Indonesia, like a lot of places that I, I really couldn't afford to go myself at that time as a student. So it was great that, you know, I was happy to travel with my family to all of those places. And I think that's also how I got really into, you know, this wanderlust, um, this passion for travel, because I saw so many places already at a young age and I was like, 
you know, when I'm old enough to go by myself or, you know, travel somewhere with friends, I really want to explore as much as I can. And then uh, during my studies, I had the opportunity to uh, move abroad for, um, for a while. So that's when I decided to move to Spain for a year because I really, really wanted to learn Spanish as well. Um, so I was like, this is the perfect opportunity. And I, I guess that's also when my, um, you know, passion for living in different countries started because it's of course different um, to really move somewhere instead of traveling. But once I experienced that once, I was like, oh, I actually really like, like this. And I'm not, you know, really bound to living in one place. So that was a really nice experiences, experience. And that's, yeah, how it all started. That's incredible. And it sounds like your business kind of took that love that you had for slow travel and, you know, living in different countries. And you kind of took that and you're trying to help other people, you know, create that type of lifestyle and learn how to live abroad. Is that kind of what your business is about? Um, yes, part of it. Yeah. Um, so basically, I'm focused on helping people who want to move to another country or who have moved already and are, um, you know, struggling with, for example, adjusting to their new place or, you know, there's so many changes you go through when you move somewhere else, like uh, culture shock or language barriers or just you know finding your way and meeting new people and yeah it can be very overwhelming and stressful as well and i also experienced that myself um, as an expat so that's actually how i um, you know came uh, up uh, to, to have this idea for my business um, not just because of my own experiences as an expat uh, but also in my work as an immigration specialist i saw that like so many expats that I helped with their visas were so stressed, um, not just about the visa, but just because the whole process is so overwhelming and there's so many things you need to think about. And I was like, yeah, I felt there was not really, um, you know, support available in that area, like the focus on your well-being and mindset, um, because many companies, um, especially when you move with a company to another country, they, for example, help you with your visa or, you know, shipments of your stuff or your finances, like taxes and all of that, more like the practical stuff. Um, but I missed that support with actually, you know, more like personal, your mindset and your well-being and just overcoming overcoming all the challenges and you know, how do you actually feel good when everything around you is new and you're far away from your normal support system, like your family and friends, everyone is just suddenly far away and, and you just have to deal with it and figure it out, you know? So that's actually how I found this idea and that's what I'm focusing on as a coach. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. I feel like that can apply to people just slow traveling for a few months or it can apply to someone who's moving somewhere for five years. So I bet yeah, that... Actually, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, that information that you have is like so valuable. Do you have like any general advice for people that do want to slow travel or live, you know, abroad for a long amount of time, like from that mental perspective and how do you, how do you transition into that? Yeah, I wanted to mention, you don't necessarily have to be an expert, of course, um, that, you know, your job sends you somewhere. Um, there's so many different scenarios possible, especially now during the pandemic, I think like uh, remote working became very popular. Um, and there's so many different ways, you know, the, the nomads uh, among us and or just temporarily 
um, moving somewhere for a few months or what you mentioned, just slow traveling and spending more time um, in one place and then just moving to another place. Um, and yes, tips for mindset, I would say, um, yeah, just like taking it slow is, is a good advice um, because as I mentioned, it can be very overwhelming and especially when everything is new around you, at least in my own experience, I felt like I want to explore everything and take it all in, but you cannot do everything at the same time. You know, you just have to take it slow and take it step by step and, and sometimes just really slow down, take a break and um, yeah, just make sure you, you pace yourself and um, take time to adjust um, and don't feel guilty about it either. Because sometimes I guess what people are also struggling with is that they feel like they have to be happy all the time. And, you know, when you, when you connect with your friends and family back home, it's like, oh, yes, I'm having the most wonderful time because I'm traveling and, you know, living the dream life. But of course, you're still living your life and it's not like you leave your problems behind. You just take them with you. So you have to deal with them anyway. It's not like maybe you can escape for a little while, but especially if you travel longer term, <laughs> you know, things come up and it's better to just deal with them and actually use travel as a way to to heal from from anything that that's bothering you um, and really take the time to get to know yourself better as well definitely i very much experienced that this year on my gap year um i yeah a lot of it, it, you know guilt and feelings especially during a pandemic traveling and trying to do slow travel still trying to travel responsibly but you know there's just so many blocks and then yeah everyone at home you know expects you to be happy and, and feeling great but there's just slow travel and living as an expat that's just life it's not you know that's not like a week vacation where you can kind of forget all your problems like no matter where you go in the world your problems will follow you so yeah I really relate to that and I think it's awesome how you're helping people just really like to, to live in different parts of the world but then accept like but it is still life. And like, there all there are still these like mental problems and things that you're going to come across and that you can't like, just because travel is a physical escapism, it doesn't mean that you can like escape yourself. Um, that's definitely, that's like such an interesting concept. And I was also wondering, how do you help um, people who want to be expats and slow travel and travel long term? How do you help them like kind of assimilate into a culture and, you know, feel less of an outsider? Because of course, inevitably, you're going to feel like an outsider when you travel. But how do you kind of go into that culture and be respectful of, you know, the environment as well? Yeah, that's a very good question. And I think it, it really depends you know where you're going to and what you what your experiences are already like if it's for example your first time and and if you move somewhere where the culture is completely different than than yours then of course it takes more time to adjust than if you move somewhere um where it's a bit like similar um so i think it's really good if you have the time to prepare yourself so that you already know a bit like what to expect, read about um, a culture, like for example, what are habits or, um, yeah, you, you know, every culture has, for example, so, uh, certain things that uh, people do that's polite or not, you know, like um, those type of like really small things that can help you just to communicate with people. And especially if, if it's a different language, if you have the chance to learn the language even if it's just basic words to at least when you for example go to a shop 
or to a supermarket to buy something that you can have like those basic conversations it helps to just make that connection uh, with locals uh, because i think it really helps if you can connect with with some locals um, it just makes it easier to connect um, to the culture um, because they can also teach you more about their culture and share stories and it helps to feel at home because otherwise you really feel like an outsider or you might get into this um, bubble of expats you know like all internationals grouped together because it feels like a safe space but then actually if you if you just stay in that bubble and don't really experience um, the local culture you still really feel like um, you know you're not part of it and that also makes it hard to adjust yeah definitely like there there are those like kind of smaller untalked about issues about being an expat like the expat bubble and i other one that i've heard about is how you know expats will have jobs that pay them more from different parts of the world and then they come to you know places where the they get everything for a lot cheaper just because of like where they're getting their income from and then how they're not really contributing to the community they're just trying to like live for cheap so i feel like that's also like a really interesting thing to navigate as like someone who wants to be an expat or travel long term like if you do have a remote job or you're trying to um, be a digital nomad like how do you do that ethically and responsibly and still yeah. be a part of the community yeah and actually it's also great um uh, what i just thought about when you mentioned that um, if you can for example find opportunities to volunteer um, because that's like a perfect way to also connect with local projects um, learn more about local communities and it feels like you contribute something you're not just there uh, for your job and yeah what you just mentioned just having this this distinction between you know the expat with with the big job and 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 then the local communities but actually integrate that and and see if if you can volunteer um or yeah just those type of projects um yeah besides your job yeah definitely and like somehow like volunteering and getting into the community without assuming that you have all the answers or like you know things as an outsider but like volunteering and becoming a part of the culture in like a respectful way yeah i think that yes exactly yes yeah, yeah definitely how do you feel like the world of expats and long-term slow travel is going to change or has changed with the pandemic and do you think like the ethics of being an expat kind of change in the post-pandemic context or what are your thoughts on that um well it, it has definitely changed of course during the pandemic it's has slowed slowed down a lot um, or people who were an expat had to move back to their home countries or people who are planning to move somewhere postponed it or um, you know don't don't even want to go anymore because they're just um, you know afraid or prefer to stay closer to their families now so it definitely has changed i think people become a bit more um conscious about those type of things and and really think about where would they like to go in terms of also like health and safety uh, but also sometimes is it really necessary to move somewhere for example uh, because we all have all those remote work opportunities now um, so you know you can do so much online do you really need to actually um, you know move your whole life to the other side of the world or are there any other options um, so i think that that has definitely changed but i still see that still a lot of people are moving i think it's also part of us um you know traveling and living in different places it's just part of who we are as 
human beings. So I feel like it, that will never stop. Um, but I think people um, will start to travel more responsibly, uh, especially after the pandemic. Um, I think we also all noticed when basically the world shut down, how nature was suddenly, you know, kind of like improving and you saw all those beautiful things happening uh, because there was no traffic. And it's kind of like, I think it opened the eyes of a lot of people um, of the effect we actually have, um, you know, on the world by just moving to so many places. At least that, it, that happened to me as well. I was like, yeah, I want to try to find ways to travel more responsibly in the future and more think about, um, you know, the, the footprint you leave behind when you go somewhere. Definitely, because like you just said, like travel is a part of like humanity and like our natural instincts. Like we're, you know, our ancestors were nomads, like we were meant to kind of like explore and see the world. But yeah, it's like we have to have this like travel reset with the pandemic. And it seems like a lot of travelers, especially the people working in like the travel sphere, are just noticing how much needs to change. And I really hope that we do see that change in a major way. And like the work that you're doing with, you know, like helping people change their mindsets around travel as well, because it does start like with these big environmental concepts that we need to try to fix and trying to cut down on fuel emissions. But it's also just like the mindset of the travelers and the way that they interact with local communities when they're like on the ground. And how do you, yeah, there's just so, yeah. so many things. Yeah, because um, what I'm thinking as well is like, you know, if you feel good in your new place, if you feel at home, you're also more likely to, you know, want to connect with the local community and contribute. And because if you, you know, if you move somewhere, but you just feel out of place or, you know, you're struggling with yourself, you know, with like whatever it is, homesickness or culture shock or, you know, all of those things that can happen when you travel long term or move somewhere. Like if you're already dealing with all of that, you, you don't really feel like, you know focusing on other people basically because you're just stuck in your own bubble so i really think it will help to for people to focus on their mindset and and just have that you know more positive perspective and see how they could actually work through the challenges and then really have a positive impact in uh, the places they go to definitely yeah i fully agree um it's it's definitely going to be really interesting to see what actually can change and you know how that change is going to happen and how it's from people like you and me but it's also from the big corporations that run travel so we'll yeah. see what happens um i step saw by step. <laughs> exactly um i saw something on your instagram today that was so interesting you were talking about burnout with your passions and like how to take a break and be kind to yourself and you know um i just was wondering your thoughts on that because i know i've definitely experienced that with my gap year and kind of like having high expectations for myself and trying to like be on the go and travel and do a business and do this and and how i i don't know personally i realized that that was not sustainable and I had to, you know, let myself breathe to actually do what I wanted to do. So I was really curious on your thoughts about that and how that applies to your own life. Yeah, I think it's such an interesting topic and it's something I'm figuring out myself as well. Um, it, it has always been something because I'm, I'm, I think we're a bit similar. Like I always want to do a lot of things at the same time and I, I can't just do one thing because I, there's so many things I like to do, like totally different things that I'm like, oh yeah, I want this. And, you know, I have my business and, um, you know, besides that, for example, I'm also a Zumba teacher. So that's something completely different, but you know, I do all of those different things, but 
even if you like all of that and you know it's your uh, your passion sometimes it can also be too much um so that's actually what i was talking about in that that uh, post as well like even if if you love what you do you need a break now and then because otherwise you just get overwhelmed um and i also noticed that actually when i moved to australia in the beginning i was just focused on my job i was just working over time so many hours and after a few weeks i really felt like if i continue like this i will end up in in burnout uh, i didn't even have time to explore the city and because i was just so busy and ad adjusting and it was all like super overwhelming so i had those situations in which i really felt like okay i, I need to slow down um and that's yeah i think it's so important if you if you're able to recognize that before it's actually too late because that's of course the problem um but i also see around me in in, in this society you know some people like so many people actually i think actually in the netherlands one out of three people um you know of our age um have burnout or symptoms that's like huge you know um because the problem is Often you don't recognize it, it until it's too late. Um, so that's really important, like really taking a break and resting and not feeling guilty if you just, you know, sit on the couch and do nothing at all. Because you need those moments to recharge and then, you know, you're energized again to focus on the things you love to do, but you can't just keep on going, going, going and yeah don't rest definitely i think especially with a travel lifestyle or having your job revolve around travel it's innately very go 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 like i think whether you're actually on the move or you're just working on getting other people to travel it's very i don't know it's all encompassing and i also think with like all the issues of like sustainable and ethical travel and just like the way that the travel world is changing or at least for me it's been incredibly overwhelming and i think that you know you have to step back and like you have to realize like i cannot fix everything or you know this problem or whatever i'm working on does not rest on my shoulders but you know and then but to contribute positively to the cause or whatever you're working on you have to rest and you have to take care of yourself yeah it's, uh, yeah that's so true because yeah you can't just keep on on going because you know it, you have to first energize yourself as well before you can give that energy or, you know, spread it to other people and, and do something good for others. Um, you know, it's like this, um, I'm sure you've heard of it, like that um, scenario where they say like, you have to put your oxygen mask first in the plane and then you can help others. Like, yeah, that that's basically, the, you know, the scenario, like you yeah, first have to make sure you are okay and then you can help others and, um, you know, whatever you want to do. Um, projects or traveling yeah definitely definitely and like that feeling of guilt you were talking about is also huge and I bet so many people feel that like maybe you're not living to your fullest potential or you you're not like I don't know maybe there's like all these fears and I think it's really I don't know how you overcome that but I guess like the first step is just noticing it maybe and then like communicating it to others and realizing you're not alone and that like we live in the society that tells us that we have to hustle and keep going and not take care of ourselves Yes, and an important thing with that is as well realizing that you are living your own life and that you shouldn't compare yourself to someone else, which of course, you know, it's very easy to say, but it happens to everyone, especially with, of course, social media, when you see all those 
photos of people traveling everywhere and then it, it feels like you're missing out if you're just at home you know but um yeah it's very important to just realize like everyone is on their own journey and it doesn't matter that that maybe you feel like you're not doing much at the moment but you also need those moments um you know to slow down i always say like you sometimes you need to slow down so that you can speed up um, to just you know have those moments and uh, don't feel guilty about it because eventually it's it's your own part you know definitely yeah. I think that's so true and it's true with whether you're working on something or I think related to travel it can also just be burnout from travel like you could just yeah because I think something that we were talking about before was that travel is really not always that easy especially long-term travel it can be incredibly mentally taxing and literally exhausting and um especially if you're working at the same time and I think that there can also be this like burnout and also just like you can feel really defeated by travel because like your experiences, they can be really heavy and maybe you don't know how to process everything. And so you have to give yourself time to also come back from trips and come back from travel and just like sit in that and not force yourself to be like, oh, like, what did I take from this? And, and like, let me do something good with this because I feel like there's also that pressure that we might put on ourselves after we travel to like do something true yes that's so true or the pressure to like you know when you travel somewhere to do a lot of things instead of just taking it slow and you know spending maybe a few days at the same place instead of just going everywhere um yeah i think we we often put a lot of pressure on ourselves um to to just keep on going and as you mentioned then you you feel like you have to take something out of it or uh, which you do anyway, you know, <laughs> without even putting the pressure on yourself. Um, yeah, one of the things that really helps me with that is um, actually writing. Like, I always take a journal with me. Um, also to process all the experiences. And, uh, yeah, what you mentioned, not everything is fun when you travel. Um, yeah, it's it's like life, you know, things happen. Um, it's not like what we just said before, that you just escape um, everything and you travel and then everything is okay when you travel things happen as well and, and what you said especially when you're working um yeah it, you can still have stress and, and challenges and um yeah it's good to find a way to to deal with with all of that so that you can actually try to enjoy it as much as possible definitely and, and maybe that's like also why the idea of a travel coach is so important to help us um you know especially people that haven't really traveled long term ever but to know that you know these mindsets and these pressures we put on ourselves so that it's so natural and then like trying to help them work through that before you know they get back from their trip and they feel miserable when they come home and they're like i'm so alone and i did something wrong because i feel like even if you're really educated on travel and have had a lot of experience you still are confused when you get home and you're still out of place and so yeah, I feel like the role of the travel coach in all of this is also like really important um, and really amazing. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, I think so too. That's why I'm also so passionate about it because not everyone understands, you know, what travel coaches um, do because it's it's quite new in the industry. Um, and of course, um, you know, like if someone helps you to plan a trip, for example, that's very, you know, to the point, you know what you get. But of course, with mindset it's not really something you can you know see or it's really something more like an in, internal journey um, and that's of course hard to um, grasp but it's very important because eventually 
that's what makes the whole experience a success or not. Like um, I always say, like for example, you can sit on the most beautiful beach in the world with palm trees and everything, but then if you feel homesick, then you know you, you cannot enjoy the experience. Then it's so, nothing. Yeah. No, then then you just could have stayed at home. You, you know, like yeah. So I think your your mindset is is super important, and um, it can be very challenging to figure that out by yourself. Um, so that's actually, yeah, uh, it's super powerful if a coach can help you with that. Definitely. Yeah. And remembering yeah. like mental health is going to follow you wherever you go. It doesn't disappear once you get on a plane. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Definitely. And I, I saw that you also created an app that helps with like mindsets around travel. Did I see that correctly on your Instagram? Um, not an app, no. Um, but I, I, um, I created an ebook. Oh, it's an ebook. I see. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's kind of like a magazine, so you can just scroll through it. Um, and it's, it's all about like your, your traveler mindset. Um, so in the book, I write about my own experiences, but also, um, I included a lot of questions that actually help you reflect on, uh, for example, where are you now in your life? Like, do you feel like, um, for example, also how you can basically travel at home? Um, to get into that mindset before you even go somewhere um, be, for example I, I talk about you know when you travel you have this curiosity to explore um, you usually also feel like more confident because you do stuff out of your comfort zone and how can you kind of like create those feelings already when you're at home and not traveling yet so that you already get into the right mindset um, yeah, and, and I also talk about like a lot of other stuff, um, you know, if you have some goals with traveling, how you can work towards those goals and all of that, that stuff. Yeah. That's amazing. I need to check that out. That sounds awesome. Yeah, thanks. And then what are your thoughts on the future of travel? And like, are you excited about it? Are you feeling scared? Like, how do you feel about it as someone who works in the industry, but also is passionate about it? Yeah, I'm, I'm very excited about it, actually. Um, I mean, at the moment, it's still a bit, you know, like what's going on. Uh, and it can be a bit scary sometimes. But if I really look at the future, I think it will only um, get better. Because I feel like what we mentioned before, like people are just, um, you know, yeah, get, thinking more about, you know, why they want to travel. And I think before we just took travel for granted, like it was like, oh, we can just always travel, book, book something, you know, hop on a plane and you go. And now it's, it feels more special to travel, I think. And I think that's also a shift in mindset for people that they really think about, like, where do I want to go and what do I want to get out of the experience instead of just, you know, booking something because you can go everywhere, you know. Um, so yeah i cannot wait for travel to come back how it used to be and even better um and in my own situation i definitely want to travel a lot again and uh, probably move to another country um yeah because although i'm in my home country now it's it's not always feels like home um i feel like i, I really miss that uh, yeah just experiencing new places um, so yeah, I'm probably next year <laughs> going to plan uh, a new move somewhere. So that's, that's very exciting too. 
yeah, that's very, very exciting. I'm so excited for you. That's awesome. And you're going to continue your business. And yeah, yes, people should definitely reach out to you. I'll, I'll link all your information because I think you have some really valuable information and especially everything around mindset. I think that that's really amazing. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Yeah, I would love to connect with um, anyone who's listening and just to have a chat. I think it's also always nice to, you know, share experiences with each other and um, learn from each other and, you know, talk about those type of topics. Um, because, yeah, mindset sometimes feels like a vague topic, you know, because it's not pra practical. But then once you focus more on it, you actually realize how valuable valuable it is and and that it really can change your experiences definitely and I, I completely agree with you just like having conversations with like-minded people about these topics um is just so beneficial and during the pandemic i don't know if you ever saw this but um me and a few a few other people we started this movement called like the travel reset movement where we'd all we'd talk with like it was like around at at some point it was like 40 different people from around the world and we just like sit down and talk about different topics around travel and it kind of even like aided this need to travel like what, during the pandemic when we couldn't move around and just like having conversations with people from around the world about things that we love like i think that that can be just as beneficial as like the act of traveling sometimes so i definitely yeah, it's so true yeah 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 and, and sharing travel stories and that's also one of the things i i really like about traveling when I when I meet other people and then you actually exchange the stories of, of you know of your experiences and like oh where, where where have you been or where you're from and blah 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 like so much to talk about uh, especially if you have this group of people from all around the world definitely um, yeah do you have any last piece of advice or words of wisdom for the next generation of globally minded nomads um let me think. <laughs> we have already uh, touched based on so many things. Um, yeah, I always like to say, you know, follow your own path. Like, don't feel pressure to travel the whole world and, you know, just take it slow, take it step by step. Um, you know, you will get where you, you want to go eventually. Uh, but yeah, sometimes things take time, especially now it's not that easy to travel. So um, you know, what we discussed before, don't feel guilty if, if you're still at home, uh, but try to find ways to, to travel even while you're still at home. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for the future. So um, yeah, I'm sure we will all be traveling soon again. Definitely. I hope so. Hey, New Age Nomads, thank you so much for listening in today. I hope you enjoyed. Please check out at Generation Nomad on Instagram to learn more about our guest today and to get her Instagram handle and all of that to get in touch. Um, if you guys have any comments, questions, concerns, I'd love to speak to you guys just in general about your thoughts on travel or anything that was discussed in this episode. Please feel free to DM me at Generation Nomad or send me an email. My email is um, gennomadic at gmail.com. So yeah, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And if you have any recommendations for further ones, or you'd like to be interviewed on the podcast, um, please reach out. Thank you so much. And I'll talk to you guys in two weeks.